1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you to everyone watching the show live now here on YouTube. That's why it's important. To subscribe to the show on YouTube, so you can be there for all the special live edition shows that we do, like we did with the draft, and now, like we're doing for the NFL schedule release. And we'll put that in quotes because I mean, we've known who they're going to play for a while—the Carolina Panthers. Now we just know when the dates are going to be. For me, the most important dates are when's the Thursday night game and when is the bye week. What two Sundays do I get to hang out and chill? I'd not have to talk about this team. Yes, yeah, seventeen and oh, get in here. Send in whatever your thoughts are. We'll go over the front half of the schedule, second half of the schedule. Then at the end of it, kind of talk about the win-loss. I mean, I've pretty much already told y'all what I think uh, likely will be the team's record. But also, it depends sometimes on when these games fall and who's going to be available, who's not going to be available. All things that, well, we don't really know right now on May 12th as we look at the schedule. Uh, First off, the Panthers social media team killed it once again. They were doing the throwback uh, photos of all the players this past week. Had to have known that was going to be part of the schedule release. And the video was was dope, man. 90s theme. I loved it. So, shout out to those guys and what they do. Uh, preseason. We already know. Uh, playing at the Washington football team, Ron Rivera, week one of the preseason. Week two, at New England and week three, home against the Buffalo Bills. Plenty of Bills fans, obviously, here in the Charlotte area. So, I'd imagine that's going to be overrun by Bills Mafia. But it's a preseason game. So, whatever. Week one, Carolina Panthers at home against the Cleveland Browns, 1 o'clock on CBS. A ton of 1 o'clock games. Once again, for Carolina, like the third year in a row that we have a bunch of 1 o'clock games here on a schedule for the Panthers. And the Cleveland game is interesting when you think about earlier this offseason when the Carolina Panthers were all in on Deshaun, Watson, on Deshaun Watson and the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And Cleveland was one of those teams that we thought were out of it until they gave Deshaun all that money guaranteed. And now he's a Brown but we don't know when he's going to play and if he's going to play week one against the Carolina Panthers. It would kind of be draining for a lot of people who wanted Deshaun to be here to watch him play in a new uniform And that first game. Be, of course, against the Carolina Panthers, a team that was thirsty, uh, the thirstiest by far, over a year with David Tapper trying to find his franchise quarterback, which still is a question here locally, and Baker Mayfield as well, someone who potentially could be a Panther. If they do decide to add another veteran quarterback onto the roster, What is his future? Could he be starting week one here in Carolina against his former team? Well, maybe soon to be former team, the Cleveland Browns. No idea who's going to start for either the Browns or the Panthers during that week one matchup, which should be interesting to see what happens there week one. Week two on the road against the New York Giants, a game where Sam Darnold last year was benched, and it was an utter embarrassment offensively. Hopefully things will turn around as the Giants are going to be in their second game with new head coach Brian Dable and new general manager Joe Shane. Daniel Jones, the Charlotte Latin uh, graduate and Duke alum, is going to be the quarterback once again there in New York. And it's do or die time for the Charlotte native if he wants to be the long-term answer there in New York after three seasons. doesn't really look like he's going to get to be there past this upcoming season, but we will see. I would look at that as a game as the Carolina Panthers. If they want to be in contention for a wildcard berth, have to win against the Giants on the road at MetLife there in week two. Come back home week three against the New Orleans Saints. Early game, like last year, had the Saints week two. That was a game that we thought would be a measuring stick as far as how good this team could be. The Saints coaching staff dealt with COVID. Obviously, Michael Thomas and a plethora of key Saints players didn't play. Didn't matter. They would have got spanked by the Panthers that Sunday afternoon. No matter what, it will be another early NFC South showdown with the New Orleans Saints there. In week three, Jameis Winston getting yet another opportunity to prove that he's a starting quarterback for New Orleans. I thought last year, had he stayed healthy, not had a knee injury, that maybe New Orleans is one of those teams in the playoffs. Last year, new head coach Dennis Allen there as Sean Payton has retired for now. And I did see the reports from uh, Michael McCartney about the Panthers apparently monitoring uh, the situation for Sean Sean Payton and wanting to uh, wait him out to let him look at his TV options, uh, whether that be with Fox or Amazon. I don't know what he's going to do here uh, this offseason or this upcoming season as far as TV goes with Sean Payton, the former Saints coach. But that's apparently something that's come out in the news that the Panthers are looking to see, hey, maybe he could be our head coach in the future. Moving on to uh, week four, another home game. Uh, a ton of home games early on in the season. Week one, week three, week four against the Cardinals which is important to note, that will be the time where New Hopkins, who is facing a six-game suspension for uh, violating this, the uh, league's drug policy, he will not be in that game. Kyler Murray, who's sent out a letter via his agent earlier this season telling the Cardinals all the reasons why they should pay him. Okay, if you're the guy, let's see it. That's one of those games on the road against the Panthers team that beat up on the Cardinals last year, and the Panthers have honestly, they've had the Cardinals number. Dante Jackson seems to play his best games against the arizona cardinals this is an early season game against the team out there in the nfc west against the fort like the 49ers like the super bowl champion rams where they're going to be right there in the thick of the playoff race and the panthers want to be a team that wants to be in the wild card arizona at home like week two on the road against what's supposedly going to be a bad giants team once again that's the kind of game that you have to be able to hold serve and win if you want to be able to win out on those tiebreakers later on. Because last year, when we were having the conversations later on um, in the season, when Cam had come back and the team was 500 before, of course, they lost seven straight games in the season, the looking at it was they just didn't have the tiebreakers uh, within the conference. The conference record was terrible. That's the kind of game at home against Arizona that this team. Must win if they want to be able to have those tiebreakers later on in the season. Now they continue the NFC West stretch with their fourth home game in five weeks. So week one, week three, week four, week five, all at home. And this one will be against the San Francisco 49ers. Another game of intrigue in terms of the quarterback situation. San Francisco right now is going to Trey Lance. They're going to see what he looks like in OTAs, mandatory minicamp. Jimmy Garoppolo, who has been considered someone who the Panthers could still target He has that shoulder injury, likely not going to be able to throw until July going into training camp, which doesn't make that very appetizing if you're Carolina and obviously for San Francisco as well as they're looking to move on to their number three overall pick in the 2021 draft at North Dakota State, Trey Lance. That will be Trey Lance's first time against the Carolina Panthers, and we'll see how that goes. It could also maybe be Jimmy Garoppolo versus San Francisco, and that's also one of those games where you look at it and what the stadium looked like last year when the Eagles fans came here. When Vikings fans came here, that could be a takeover. So, Panther fans, if you have tickets, please, come on. It's only it's five weeks into the season. You talk about how much you miss football. Week five, San Francisco's coming to town. Don't let these people take over the stadium. The team's going to need you. But that is a pretty damn tough start. Four out of five weeks to start off the season, all home games, against a Browns team that will have playoff aspirations, a Saints team with playoff aspirations, a Cardinals team that was in the playoffs, briefly. Got embarrassed on that Monday night game against the Super Bowl champion, uh, or, uh, God, Rams. And in week five, at home against 49ers who play for an NFC championship. And in week six, as it continues with more playoff teams and the NFC West, they're on the road at SoFi Stadium. Gorgeous, lovely SoFi Stadium there in LA. If you've ever flown in LAX recently, you can see the stadium right there um, to your right when flying in. They play the Rams. Week six, on the road. At SoFi, and I've heard that place gets pretty freaking loud. The Rams are going to be, of course, trying to win another Super Bowl, and they're going to have likely a good team. And here's the thing about the NFL. And it's hard. That's what we're not going to do really the exercise of like, oh, when they're going to win this game or they'll lose this game. Because there's so much turnover and the league is meant for you to be in the playoffs one year and be out of the playoffs the next. But just looking at how these teams succeeded and what they've done in free agency so far this offseason, like getting four out of five at home to start off is key. The road game really is the game that you have to win against the Giants. The Saints, you want to win that divisional game. Arizona, of course, it's a team that you, they have the Carolina Panthers have dominated over the last three to four or five seasons. The 49ers will be a tough team, but a game against a young quarterback, likely making only his fifth start in a National Football League, you need to win that. And on the road against the Rams, I would expect, you know, sitting right now, that's probably going to be a loss, but we'll see. Things change. It's the NFL. Who knows? Any given Sunday, yada, yada, yada. Then they come back home. Five of the first seven games at home. Week seven, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady retired, then decided not to retire. Bruce Aarons then retired. And now Todd Bowles, the head coach, Brian Lefwich staying there as the offense coordinator. The offense will not change, as was reported so far or earlier this week when they're in Tampa. And I'm not surprised by that at all, Tom Brady. Like, what, how is he, 44 now? Just, just, come on, man. How is this dude still playing? And now he's going to get $37.5 million to be the Fox analyst alongside Kevin Burkhart for the number one team there on Fox. And he's never said a single interesting thing in his career. Like, Tom Brady has been boring as hell whenever speaking to the media. And now he's supposed to entertain millions week in and week out. I don't really get why any network would pay someone that kind of money. I've never tuned a game because someone's there. I don't care. I'm going to watch the game because of the teams. I'm watching bills and chiefs for Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, not for Tony Romo and Jim Nance, not for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, who I honestly didn't like their commentary team, but I don't choose to watch games because of who's on, on TV. So it's really stupid that Fox wants to spend that money, but Hey, go ahead, give the greatest living American all the money you want in the world. Carolina has not been competitive at all. The last two seasons under Matt rule against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hopefully, Finally, maybe they're in week seven at home. They can give the Bucks some sort of competition in some sort of competitive game, and that will be their second divisional game of the season. Then getting there to week eight on the road in Atlanta. House of Horrors for the Carolina Panthers. Things have not gone great over the years. Did win in Atlanta last season. Carolina did, so we got that going on. So Falcons week eight. So five of the first eight games all at home for the Carolina Panthers again, going back to week one at home against the Cleveland Browns. No idea who's gonna be a quarterback for Cleveland then. At New York, the Giants, that is week two, home against St. week three, home against the Cardinals, which is a 405 game. I should I should add week four. Um, and a 405. Wow, back-to-back 405 games to appease the West Coast teams. That's not common because Seattle plays a lot of those one o'clock games with the Panthers. Okay, that's not fair. So we get we get to Accommodate the Cardinals and 49ers in back to back weeks of 405 games and on the road at the Rams week six, home at one o'clock against the Bucks week seven, and on the road at one o'clock against the Falcons week eight. We'll look at the rest of the schedule here on Locked on Panthers in just a moment. But first, let me tell you guys about our friends over at Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and Sports developments, including this year's NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is a continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, looking at the second half of the season, they'll start off week nine on the road at Paul Brown Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengal, the Bengals, the battle of the two Queen cities. Cincinnati will always be the fake Queen City. They have no connection to an actual Queen, so I don't know why they're called the Queen City. It's stupid, and that is my rant on how I think Cincinnati and the state of Ohio that says, birthplace of aviation, it's all a lie. Charlotte's the Queen City, North Carolina's first in flight. Stop lying, Ohio. It's wrong. It's not good. It's unbecoming. Doesn't look good on you. But Joe Burrow does look good in that Bengals uniform. And he was a revelation, has been a revelation for them the last two seasons. Had an awesome playoff stretch last year. And even going on into the regular season when they beat Kansas City, at home in that comeback, and how great Jamar Chase was. I think went to 300 yards receiving in that game. They wrote all that momentum all the way to the Super Bowl loss at SoFi Stadium against the Los Angeles Rams, but they're playing in a tough division. The Carolina fans are going to have to play the AFC North this year, which, damn, man, of all years, play the AFC North. You don't want to do that. You got Lamar. Now you got Cleveland. If Deshaun plays, not great. Of course, the Bengals now are competent once again. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers with. Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky, a team that the Panthers see later on. So week nine at Cincinnati, one o'clock. And then week 10 at home for the only primetime game of the season. And I'm getting kind of sick of the whole only having a Thursday night primetime game. That is what, the third year in a row. I think it was, what? let's see, 2019. It was week two against Tampa on Thursday night. That was the one primetime game. Uh, 2020. Uh, was it Atlanta? Yeah, I think it was Atlanta was a home game, prime time game last year. Uh, same case. They had the prime game game was a Thursday night at Houston. And now this year, the only primetime game Thursday night at home week 10 against the Atlanta Falcons 815 on Amazon Prime Video. Key thing is if you do live in the Charlotte area or in the Carolinas, you'll be able to watch it, I think, like on Fox or something like that. So you don't have to worry about it. But you probably want to get Amazon Prime if you want to watch Thursday night football since the NFL is uh holding all of us hostage to yet another streaming service i have pretty much all of them at this point i don't know how i'm ever going to afford all this i wish i could write it off it's out of control for the falcons there week 10 play them in week eight and then play him again in week 10 marcus Mariota. Uh, looking like going to be the starting quarterback. Desmond Ritter said the NFL all effed up by not taking him until the third round. All 31 teams that bypassed Desmond Ritter apparently uh, screwed up. Like the Kansas City Chiefs apparently made a mistake by uh, not taking Desmond Ritter. Okay, cool, dude. Uh, Good for you. So that's week 10, home Thursday night game against the Atlanta Falcons. Then week 11, God, this schedule, man. I mean, these teams, Why of all years, at the Baltimore Ravens, Week 11, o'clock game, MNT Bank Stadium up in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson still hasn't signed a new contract. It doesn't matter. Lamar's going to be there. When he was healthy last year, the Ravens were the top team in the AFC North. When he was not healthy, the Ravens, with Tyler Huntley, who did an admirable job, were not able to hold on and, of course, missed the playoffs. Calais Campbell's back for another year. They had the big trade um, on draft night with Arizona. It will be interesting to see what Baltimore looks like this year, coached by John Harbaugh. They're always a tough out and on the road, especially playing at Baltimore. That will be a tough game for the Carolina Panthers there in week 11 on Sunday, November 20th. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend, week 12, Sunday, November 27th, one o'clock game. They welcome home, in a way, Russell Wilson, who is now a Denver Bronco. They're not getting any breaks with this this year. Like, you, you got, I mean, you got now you got the Browns potentially with Deshaun in week one. We get a break with New Hopkins, not playing with the Cardinals, got the 49ers, got the Rams on the road, Tampa at home, which you always got to go on the road to face against uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, and then at the off the Ravens and in home against the Denver Broncos, That at, that at least should be a game where maybe it's not going to be overrun by Broncos fans, depending on where the Carolina Panthers are during that point in time in the season, I do have a friend who's a Bengal who's a Broncos fan who will certainly want to go to the game and maybe NC state fans will masquerade as Bronco fans. Now. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully the shot will be suspended week one. I, we have no idea what the situation is going to be, but yeah, it's the NFL. The schedule's not, it's not going to be pretty. You got getting the AFC North and having to play all the NFC West is not ideal for this team, especially it's not ideal for Matt rule. If you want to keep his job. Now we'll get into more of that detail here. i um, after we go over the rest of the schedule, but so week 12, one o'clock home game against the Broncos. Russell Wilson, uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy got arrested today. Uh, I forgot the details, so I'm not going to talk about it. Got arrested, so innocent, proven guilty, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, is Kaisley Hamler still there? Um, my guy, Javante Williams, the Broncos offense with new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, should be loaded. Then they get a bye. Another late bye. Like last season, I think last season was week 14. This season, now they're not going 0-17, dude. Uh, now this season, a uh, week 13 bye for the Carolina Panthers. Um, and then on the road against the Seattle Seahawks in week 14 at Lumen Field. will be a 425 Eastern kickoff there. Of course, 1125 local time in the beautiful Emerald city of Seattle. That might be a game I got to go to. I love Seattle. One of my favorite cities, probably my favorite city outside, of course, of my hometown of Charlotte. The Seahawks are continuing to tell everybody that they believe in Drew lock. Maybe that's true. I just don't see how in the hell they actually think drew lock is going to be their franchise quarterback. Let's go for the Carolina Panthers. Cause they need some sort of reprieve in the schedule and Atlanta would be that on the road against New York, which it wasn't last year, but Hey, fingers crossed this year, things go better. And then, on the road against Seattle, those are the kind of games that you need to win eh, to avoid a terrible season. Then they come back home, week 15, against David Tepper's former team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sunday, December 18th, a one o'clock game. The terrible towels will be flying, of course, here in Charlotte, as they always are. It's an unavoidable thing to keep Steeler fans out of the stadium. I can't remember a time where I've gone to the Carolina Panthers game against Pittsburgh and it's not been overrun by Steelers fans. I can't. I there's one time I can't remember what year when I was going I went to the game with my dad, Panthers were just getting mopped by Pittsburgh. We leave early. We hear a roar from the stadium and I was thinking, "Oh, hey, man, the Panthers score." My dad's like, "No." That that Pittsburgh scored and what you here to intercom touchdown Steelers. So that will once again, probably be the scene as the Pittsburgh Steelers likely to go to take over the stadium in week 15, one day, one day, one day, we'll keep the opposing fans out of the stadium, but I don't think that's ever going to happen with Pittsburgh and it probably won't happen with the 49ers. So we go back to that playoff game. I think it was with the 2013 season. When the Panthers went 12 and four. There was a ton of 49er fans in there. Those are just legacy franchises that are hard to keep out of your stadium. Um, especially here in Charlotte, Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett got drafted, 20th overall. Mitch Trubisky, the North Carolina alum, who played in Chicago, went to the playoffs for two years, or two out of the four year two, know, two of the four years he was starting, and then was last year the backup to Josh Allen in Buffalo, getting a second chance. Will he be the starter at that point in the season? No idea. If Kenny Pickett is again, like I was saying throughout the. the Lead up to the draft, Jimmy Pickett does not concern me at all. But Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin, never had a losing season. The dude is probably going to have a bust in Canton if he can win another Super Bowl. Probably going to get one anyways for just the consistency that he's had as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's done a marvelous job, and that should be, um, obviously, a physical tough game. And that's, you know, Matt Matt Rule talks about the brand. Well, Pittsburgh Steelers football, what they've done. That's the brand that you're trying to strive for. And, of course, David Tepper, who promised us sustained success, which we are no closer to right now, it feels like, than we were last year. That's what he's trying to emulate here in Carolina. We'll see. Again, another respite in the schedule. Week 16 against the Detroit Lions Sunday, December 24th, which, as you all know, if you celebrate, is Christmas Eve. One o'clock game at home against Detroit. It's a team the Panthers have, thankfully, defeated pretty much every time they played him in recent time last time they played the lions was in 2020 shut them out pj walker was a starter they went on the road in would have been maybe 18 and one against detroit back when matthew stafford of course was the quarterback there in detroit so home game week 16 against the lions i mean you got to win that game what else is there to say it's the lions or dumpster fire and jared goff is their starting quarterback come on guys um week 17 and 18, like last season, will end with two games against divisional opponents in Tampa Bay and in New Orleans, and both of them on the road. So we looked at last year where they had the Bucks twice. It was, bu- it was Buffalo, Tampa twice, and New Orleans. We looked at that final four-game stretch and, and said the Panthers better damn well have gotten to seven or eight wins by that point. So they have some sort of leeway to get into the playoffs that would be the same kind of thought for the final two weeks as you got to beat the you got to beat detroit and you got to beat pittsburgh really in the last two weeks depending on of course where the season's at and where the team's at in, in regards to trying to get to the playoffs as you have to go on the road against tampa a team that you've had really no success against the last two seasons that matt rule's been here and on the road against New Orleans, and what will always be a absolutely uh, drunken crowd in new Orleans there are like no liquor laws at all in the state of Louisiana. So that's a one o'clock game on new year's day against the Buccaneers college football. Unfortunately, I guess is going to get screwed over by the NFL that day. And then they will play the saints TBD. That's what it says TBD. So they'll play them, I guess, maybe on the eighth or maybe on the seventh to be determined. So that is the schedule for the Carolina Panthers in 2022, at least the schedule dates week one at home against Cleveland, Week two on the road against the New York football Giants. Week three at home against New Orleans. Week four at home against the Cardinals of Arizona. Week five, home against the 49ers. Week six at the Rams. Week seven, home against the Buccaneers. Week eight at Atlanta. Week nine at Cincinnati. Week 10, home on Thursday night football against the Atlanta Falcons. Week 11 on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. Week 12, welcoming Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Week 13 by week 14 in Seattle against the Seahawks. Week 15 at home sort of against Pittsburgh Steelers week 16 home against the Detroit lions in week 17 at Tampa Bay in week 18 at new Orleans. That is the 2022 schedule for the Carolina Panthers. Now, what will their record be? How difficult is this schedule? Can Matt rule save his job? We'll talk about that here in just a moment, but folks built bar is by far the best tasting bar and imagine these brand new Bilt Bars that just came out, birthday cake puffs. I told you all about the Bilt Bar puffs. Imagine dipping your finger into the plastic tube of a birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it only has 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Bilt Bar. I just received my birthday cake puffs today and I have never had anything like this before. They are available right now and, you, and I can promise you that they will not be here tomorrow. So go ahead and go to Bilt.com Right now, and go check them out. All built bar puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to built.com right now and get your birthday cake puffs right now. Go to built.com and use promo code lock15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code lock15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, go ahead and do that. All right, guys. So
2: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Woo, the schedule, buddy. We knew
0: about it. I really, honestly, it's funny because I say this. We've known the teams, but I really have not paid attention. Like, I knew they always play the teams in the NFC South twice. I, I know that. I know they're who they were going to likely have to play as well based off of uh, where they finished last year in a division. I just didn't kind of think about, oh, crap. They got to play the AFC. They got to play the NFC West, which was the, one of the best I think, what, three teams in, in the uh, playoffs last year, two of them in the conference title game, best division in football. And then the other best division in football, the AFC North, with Pittsburgh, who's always competitive. Cincinnati, who's got their ish together and has Joe Burrow. Baltimore, who was a former MVP in Lamar Jackson, and a Super Bowl winning head coach in John Harbaugh. And a always physical defense, the Ravens are. And then, of course, the Cleveland Browns, who won the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson. Whether he plays weeks one or weeks one or not, I don't know. But that is a tough – that's a tough draw. and <laughs> That's the NFL. They don't have to travel to London. Uh, they don't have to go to uh, Germany, which I think probably in 2023 they'll get an opportunity to go, which would be really cool, and hopefully the Panthers will be in a great state then. I, I don't I don't know the record. I, I feel like for me – and i uh, go back and look at it. Like the games that I would say, like, you, you got to find a way. You got to find a way, obviously, you got to find a way to get, beat Detroit. You got to find a way to go on the road and beat Seattle. You got to find a way – to beat the Falcons twice. You, you need to find a way to win week two at the Giants. You, you got five of your first eight games at home, four of your first five game um, at home. You got to have a positive home record. And the Panthers, when was the last time they haven't won a home game since week two of last season? Like Bank of America Stadium, as we've noticed, has become... I mean, they roll out the red carpet for other fan bases to come over and take over. That's what we see. Like, the fan base has done that. The organization has done that by their ineptitude. And the fans have responded by saying, screw this. I'm going to go to the farmer's market or do anything else on my Sunday other than go attend this game, get gouged at the pri- uh, by tickets, get gouged by parking, and get screwed as well with concessions, which what are we doing in this country with the concessions? Like, I saw this Twitter account that does concessions, prices in, like, London and all of Europe. We're in screwed in this country. Like, this is absurd. Um, but either way. I digress. It's, it doesn't look great on paper, but we got to see the games and it's really going to come down to how improved is the offensive line? Because we we look at it, they look better on paper. with Iki Kwanu, hopefully they're at left tackle, which his first test in the NFL is going to be against Miles Garrett. And if he win, not, I mean, I don't know, which is, I'm going to have, I'm going to be positive and confident. If he doesn't have success, week one against Miles Garrett, well, there's a reason why Miles Garrett is getting paid the big bucks and has been a defensive player of the year. But Akeem Kwanu, welcome to the NFL moment, Miles Garrett, Week One. That could be tough, but we'll see. I'm sure he'll be just fine. Then there at left guard, hopefully that would be Brady Christensen. Center would be Bradley Bozeman. Fingers crossed. Right guard, Austin Corbett. Right tackle, Taylor Moten. On paper, that offensive line. Looks far better. They get an early test against the Cleveland Browns. They are week one, especially the rookie, Iki And then we'll see what the quarterback position looks like. Uh, do you want to put out Matt Corral there week one against the Cleveland Browns defense? And Miles Garrett potentially coming up against a rookie? I probably wouldn't want to do that. But hey, you know what? Maybe if he's the best guy, best guy's got to play, especially if the quarterback competition is close. But Sam Darnold, it's do or die time for him. He's going to get an opportunity. He has an opportunity right now to show that he is the guy to try and tell Carolina and show them over the next couple of weeks, don't go out there and get Baker. Don't go out there and get Nick Foles. Don't go out there and get uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm your guy. I can get it done. We're just fine. He's going to have to show that in this new big McAdoo offense and OTA's mandatory minicamp and give this organization some sort of confidence heading into the rest of the offseason. But, yeah, it's going to pray, pray for Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah, pray for Miles Garrett. I love that. Uh, I, I love the <laughs> the energy there. Pray for Miles Garrett have to go up against Iki in week one. But, like, hey, that's why you got him sixth overall. To, to go up against those kind of guys, So we'll see right then and there whether you can do it. And if the offensive line, and here's the thing, like they got to stay healthy. The depth though, you have a player in um, Pat Elfline who's just atrocious when it comes to playing a uh, starting left guard, but he looked pretty good at center last year, considering you can at least look at him as a, someone who can come in and start for you for a couple games need be. Cam Irving, same case, terrible when he has to start a full game season, but we only start maybe one or two games. You can live with that. That's depth. Deontay Brown. Don't know where he's at weight wise. But that's someone that who's going to continue to, to be groomed by James Campin down here, the new offensive line coach. Um, same thing with guys like Michael Jordan, who's going to be here again this season. Um, I don't know. I imagine Dennis Daly is probably on the outs. Uh, we'll see how that plays out over the next couple of months here in Carolina, heading into training camp down there in Spartanburg. But uh, it's the offensive line looks better on paper and it looks like they have some depth. The, But it always comes down to injuries. And I said throughout the last season, yeah, they didn't look good anyways on paper. But still, when you have 14, 13, whatever, many many, uh, different combinations as it was last year, it's impossible to have success, no matter what the talent level is. And especially the talent levels, as poor as it was last season, it's impossible to have success when you have that many injuries on the offensive line. Defensively, they're going to have to continue to grow. We got to see something from Derek Brown. It's do or die for him as well as far as the fifth year option. Now the teams have the fl- flexibility. A lot of teams just said, "Screw it, we'll just let them go, and then we'll find out what we want to do here after their season if they can play in year four and play well enough." Um, but that's all that also can backfire for organizations as we saw in the past. Um, same thing with C.J. Henderson. We got to see him step up. J.C. Horn only played two and a half games last year. What does it look like through a full seventeen game s- schedule? Can he hold up? And this is not me saying like, "Hey, he's injury prone," but we haven't seen him play in the NFL at this point, unfortunately. Uh, for a majority of the season, so J.C. Horn, there's going to be a lot asked and expected of him coming out here in 2022 as a second-year player, but really a rookie because he didn't play as many snaps as he, we would have wanted and him needed to and he, that he needed to last year. So he's back. Uh, Dante Jackson, love Jeremy Chin, love the idea of Steve Wilkes working with him. He thinks he can turn that guy into a perennial All-Pro. Please let that happen. How long is Steve Wilkinson be here? Obviously, is dependent upon, of course, who the head coach is and whether he gets retained by a new staff, if there is a new staff coming in 2023 or any time in the future here in Carolina. So defensively, got to play as well as they played last year. Linebacker depth is a concern. But there are things that we'll continue to talk about throughout the rest of this month. Next month, as OTAs, mandatory camp are going on. And, of course, later on in July, when the Panthers get down to The campus of Wofford College there in Spartanburg, South Carolina for training camp 2022. And it won't be the last time they go to Wofford considering that David Tepper said no more Rock Hill training facility in HQ as of right now, of course. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you to everyone who watched the show here on YouTube. Again, make sure to subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss a single moment of the live shows as I've done in the past whenever anything crazy happened. Like Deshaun saying, no, thank you. I'm not going to New Orleans or Atlanta. I'm going to Cleveland. We'll laugh at our division opponents uh, when breaking news and crazy stuff happens. Well, I mean, it's not crazy, but when the NFL draft goes on, we'll go live and talk about it. When the NFL scheduled dates get released, we'll go live and talk about it. And of course, once the season gets going and after the Panthers play and after their press conferences, I will go live here on Sunday afternoon to get my initial reaction to the Carolina Panthers. Hopeful win or loss that Sunday afternoon and the occasional, well, just not occasional, one Thursday evening this upcoming season here in 2022. So, again, make sure to watch you on YouTube and subscribe to the show on YouTube. If you ever miss anything live on YouTube, that's okay. I put the audio over on all the podcasting platforms out there, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, or Stitcher, or whatever one is out there. Don't know all the names of them, but they're out there, whichever one you use. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Lockdown Panthers and all the podcasts part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. There, and follow me on Twitter at Julian Council. Where every single Friday I answer weekly Friday mailbag questions. This is today. This is Friday's show, so I did it on Thursday this week. But next Friday will be a normal week. Of week Friday mailbag. So either at me at Julian Council, DM me at Julian Council, leave a comment on any of the YouTube shows from that week. In the meantime, take care, be safe, keep pounding, and I'll talk to y'all on Monday.